Hello, I am Tony Silvera and I welcome you to my evening devotional. This week we're going to talk about rewards and we will start talking about a story, a Bible story that happened between father and son, David and Absalom. Uh, I'm going to read a long passage, so just uh, bear with me. Uh, this is found in 2 Samuel 15 and starts by verse 13 with the following. A messenger came and told David, the hearts of the people of Israel are with Absalom. Then David said to all his officials who were with him in Jerusalem, come, we must flee or none of us will escape from Absalom. We must leave immediately or he will move quickly to overtake us and bring ruin to us and put the city to the sword. The king's officials answered to him, your servants are ready to go whatever our Lord the king chooses. The king set out with his entire household following him, but he left 10 concubines to take care of the palace. So the king set out with all the people following him and they halted at the edge of the city. All his men marched past him along with all the Keratites and Pelotites and all the 600 Gittites that accompanied him from Gath marched before the king. Uh, we're still going to see a little bit more on this uh, Bible story, but uh, just to give you uh, the full picture of what's uh, happening. Uh, first, uh, uh, I want to tell you that King David had many marriages and many sons, uh, many children, and Absalom was his third son uh, from a woman uh, named Maka, and she was the daughter of King uh, Jersur of Syria. Uh, and Absalom had a grudge against his father because of uh, a number of things that happened with his uh, um, family. Uh, and uh, he get, got into politics and uh, started to gain the hearts of the people using flattery. So he was a politician. He then planned a coup and declared himself the king in Hebron. And uh, David had a difficult decision to make. He will either uh, fight and uh, that civil war will kill uh, thousands of people or uh, he could uh, run away uh, for the moment and then deal with the situation. Uh, so uh, let's uh, see the rest of the story in verses 19 to 23. The king said to Ita Itai the Gittite, why should you come along with us? Go back and stay with King Absalom. You are a foreigner, an exile from your homeland. You came only yesterday, and today shall I make you wonder about us when you do not know where I'm going? Go back and take your people with you. May the Lord show you kindness and faithfulness. But Itai replied to the king, as surely as the Lord lives and as my Lord King lives, Wherever my lord the king may be, whatever it means, life or death, there will your servant be. David said to Itai, go ahead, march on. So Itai, the Gittite, marched on with all his men and families that were with him. The whole countryside wept aloud as all the people passed by. The kingdom also crossed the Crindon Valley and all the people moved towards the wilderness. Moving to the wilderness, it's... Uh, something that sometimes uh, we have uh, an option to do. Uh, we uh, leave uh, circumstances in life that are sometimes uh, difficult 
and uh, and so uh, there's moments in which we uh, have our own wilderness, our own uh, running away from a situation, from a, a difficult battle, from a, a difficult dead end uh, position. So this is what uh, happened to to David, and this happened in the natural. Hundreds or thousands of people had to run away uh, in order to escape uh, this coup uh, from Absalom, and King David. Uh, at the time, uh, gather his uh, subjects, and he uh, told Itai, this man, you don't have to run away with us. You're not a Jew. Uh, Absalom doesn't know you, so uh, you can just continue here, live here freely, and uh, you don't have to go through all these, uh, these troubles. Uh, but Itai, that had no debt uh, with David, was uh, still grateful. Uh, to him and accepted him uh, as king. And we see here a contrast between Absalom, which is the son of the king, and Itai, which is only a subject, a subject uh, of the, the kingdom. Uh, one is loyal, the other one isn't. One uh, has a, a covenant, the other one doesn't have any covenant. And um, the first thing I would like to mention tonight is that loyalty is proven when there are no promises uh, or rewards. So loyalty has no conditions attached. Uh, and if you think you're loyal, uh, meditate on this. Is there a price for your loyalty? Uh, I've seen uh, uh, even in the context of uh, marriage, which is a covenant between two persons, um, uh, people using a sort of blackmail. I will do this if you do this for me. Uh, and uh, that's a negotiation. And m many times uh, marriages fail uh, because of this, because there's the covenant, but there's no loyalty. Uh, it's like if you grow old, I'll look for someone younger. And, and uh, th this cannot be, if, if you want to be loyal, if you want the rewards uh, of loyalty, uh, you have to be loyal with people, because if you're not loyal with people, how can you be loyal also to God? Now, this story of Itai is a very interesting one. And uh, th there's a few Bible verses dedicated to, to him, but then we don't know what happened. We don't know uh, if he died in battle, we don't uh, uh, really know if he was rewarded by King, uh, King David. Uh, but the main reward we can expect uh, in life, it's not the reward that we receive here uh, from, from this earth, from men, but there are rewards in heaven. Uh, God uh, is ultimately the one that will uh, reward our loyalty, he's the one who will reward our faithfulness, and uh, we are the subjects, we are subjects of the King of Kings and the Lord uh, of Lords. So uh, God is the one who will reward us, and uh, if we uh, are willing to go through hardships for our King, we also need to know that he always, always, always rewards those who are faithful to him.
Uh, one of the things that are promised in the Bible uh, are uh, rewards for the afterlife, rewards for a time, for a season that is not here on earth, but uh, rewards uh, for a spiritual season that will happen uh, after we pass away, the rewards in heaven. And there are not many descriptions about uh, the rewards themselves, uh, but uh, I would like to read a, a passage, a scripture, that's in the book of uh, Revelation and chapter 22, uh, right at the end uh, of, the, of, of the Bible. And uh, this scripture uh, says in verse 11, let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do, do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So these are rewards they are, that are promised to the ones that remain confident, stable, loyal. So specifically, it says, my reward is with me, and I give to each one according to what they've done. He still says in verse 14, blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have right to the city. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, sexually immoral, the murderers, idolaters, and everyone who practices falsehood. So the practice of falsehood uh, keeps people away from heaven. People that do falsehood will not go to heaven. We also see that God is going to reward each one according to what we have done for him. So it's not about just what we say, it's about our actions, what uh, we do. And so how important is it uh, to be loyal to God? It's uh, as simple as this, your salvation is at stake. So, so if you do not uh, have loyalty, uh, your salvation is in jeopardy. You will be uh, out of heaven. You will not have access uh, to uh, an afterlife with God. And so um, this is of extreme importance and uh, we should uh, understand uh, this uh, uh, principle and this uh, scripture if we're going to uh, have a, a healthy spiritual life and expect that reward from the Lord. In the book of Isaiah, God told the following to prophet uh, Isaiah, Isaiah 49, 15. Can a mother forget the baby of her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. So God has a covenant with you. He will not forget you and he will reward uh, loyalty. If the son is late for lunch, the mother will keep the meal. Uh, the, the son will still have the right to the meal. Uh, however, if you go to a doctor's appointment and you're late, you lose your appointment and they will tell you, well, we need to negotiate another schedule. So everything depends on the covenants you have. And God has a covenant with us, a covenant of sonship, 
and he rewards loyalty. So if you're a loyal person, you know what to do. But if you're not, let me tell you that you can become one. You can become loyal. Uh, it takes an act of your will uh, to have this uh, uh, characteristic in your life, which is uh, loyalty. Uh, it's uh, something that many people, it looks like they're born with it. Others will develop uh, loyalty. So uh, discipline yourself to develop that loyalty. And the way to do it, it's to be loyal with our human relationships. That's the horizontal uh, level of relationships. The vertical level, uh, it's the level of relationship with God. If you cannot be loyal to people, how would you be loyal to God that you don't see? So that this is uh, how you develop loyalty. You first do it by being loyal to your covenants. I know that some people are uh, loyal to their sports club, so they uh, become members of a sports club and they're members for life. And why is that? It's, it's a way, a mechanism that your uh, character, your personality uh, uh, does. Uh, it's, it's a self-learned uh, thing where you say, I belong to this sports club and that's my sports club, no matter what. Now, if you apply this to every other area of your life, do it with your job, do it with your wife, do it with your church. And if you don't have a church, it's important to find one. And when you find a church, don't leave the church just because things are not going the way you expected. You need to develop that loyalty. I'll talk more about this tomorrow, uh, but today I'd like to conclude with a word of prayer. So I pray right now for everyone watching this devotional. I pray, God, that uh, we will be uh, learning every day how to become loyal in our relationships. I pray for those people that suffered betrayal and through betrayal, they lost trust and confidence in others. I pray, God, that in spite of what happened in the past, that the future relationships will be marked with loyalty. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that you'll stamp this in our character and that we will be able to be faithful and loyal to you, God. As you uh, guide us through life, in our life journey, we want to be 100% loyal to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, Scripture mentions that uh, 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 salvation comes into our life and we are saved. And there is an argument between Christians. Some say once saved, you're saved forever because God has that covenant. Others say, no, you can lose your salvation. I stay kind of in between. I, I, I know that God saves us and he loves us so much. He forgives us no matter what we do, he will forgive you. But if you deny Christ, by other words, if you lose loyalty, you're out of heaven. That's what we read in Revelation. Uh, out will uh, be these people. And so those that practice falsehood are out and falsehood, it's uh, an opposite of loyalty. I hope you'll stay uh, with uh, me during the week for uh, these uh, devotionals on uh, rewards. Uh, we'll continue tomorrow at 9 p.m. Don't forget if you're watching on uh, YouTube, click this red button below that says subscribe. Also visit my website at myeveningdevotional.com. You can get the links to the audio podcast. I'll be here with you again. 
tomorrow, every weekday at 9 p.m., My Evening Devotional, myeveningdevotional.com. God bless you. Thank you.